There'd be a lot of poop in my hands. <laughs> I've seen a six-foot alligator go swinging through the air and slam into a tree. These guys are the scientists of the supernatural, lecturers leaving lessons for inquiring laymen. They are applying the scientific method to a world that baffles science. They are the cryptids of the corn. But who else has big black wings and red eyes? Um, Batman. Oh, Mothman. Oh yeah, Mothman. A great white shark was stolen. Oh, someone stole a shark? I got stuff for you you don't even know about. She's a witch. She turned me into a newt. Who knows? Anything could be possible. Anything could be possible. It's really big mm -hmm. abduction vibes. Holy moly. It sounds like you were abducted. And it just stood up. I mean, it just like kept going and going. And she goes, what the Hello, hello, and welcome back to Cruise of Corn Podcast. I am the great and powerful mystery. And tonight, today, whatever it is, I got rid of Jay. Just got, threw him to the curb. Can't stand him. But I replaced him with somebody better. Today, I'm joined by Mike from In the Shadow of the Big Red Eye. And the second time hey. I did it, I said it right. There we go. It we only took it. us a half a hour to get rolling. That's okay, you know. You know, good things take time. Exactly. Right? But, yeah, now we already know some of the questions we're going to go through, so that makes it easier. We had so many weird little audio hiccups just trying to get rolling. Now it's it's knock on wood. Everything seems to be working. Uh, yeah. But, Mike, thank you for joining me today. Yeah, and thank you for having me. Uh, we've been planning this out for a little bit, and I'm excited uh, to finally get to chat with you. And I know we were chatting before about how we almost have met each other, apparently. Several but times. still have been so close, but yet so far, apparently, Yeah, right? we were talking, yeah, off or the previous thing we tried to record, uh, that we were, uh, you were behind us in line to get to the Hocking Hills Festival, that two-day giant festival. We never got to meet. Because it was absolutely crazy in the best, you know, the best of ways as far as, you know, vendors promoting our stuff and everything like that. Because it was nonstop. Yeah. But those are the best festivals. But we'll definitely change that this year. We'll do some shots after one of these conferences. We get. Oh, yeah. We get pretty tore uh, up. I'm coming. I'm coming out your way to do a library tour. Uh, so so we'll talk about that, too. Awesome. And then speaking of which, uh, you know, we know we just did it, but. I would love for before we get rock and rolling, tell everybody from like where the name came from. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the the name in the shadow of Big Red Eye. It's uh, I, I picked it out of uh, a hat, really. Uh, uh, the story behind it in 1972, a state park ranger in uh, in New Jersey's High Point State Park uh, went on record and said that he saw two pairs of reflecting red eyes back in the forest. Right, looking back at them. Uh, during his patrol, uh, he wrote it in his notes or whatever, and then uh, then uh, the next day, I guess the newspaper somehow got a hold of it. I don't know. Don't ask me how, but uh, uh, the newspaper did, and they, they thus the name Big Red Eye was born. So so now we're in the shadow because we're always seem to be right behind it. There you go. And like we talked the first time we tried this, that there's a lot of Bigfoot like things that keep they get these names like this. You know, like we said in Ohio, the Old Yellow Eyes is our version, but there's Old Green Eyes in Indiana and all this stuff. Because humans are really good at naming things. 
<laughs> yeah, and it's it's interesting. Uh, uh, you know, uh, ever since the red eyes was reported, it's been reported throughout the country too. It's not just a localized right. thing. Uh, I've heard red eyes down in Florida, uh, California, Washington State, uh, all over really. Uh, and I, I've, I've experienced eye shine that's different colors as well. So so I can't attribute it to always being red, but uh, I think that's a, a, a good kind. Co- and it's creepy. I mean, red eyes. Come on. Right? Uh, yeah. I- We've said on our show all the time, if it's got red eyes, it's probably not good to be around. It's, it's probably a warning. That's yes. something, you know, that's a good warning. Uh, but before we get rocking and rolling, would you go through, and I'll put all the links below for everybody, but tell everybody where to find your stuff, where to get everything, and wh- how to track you down. Oh, well, it's not hard to find me. I am all over social media. Uh, in the Shadow of Big Red Eye is our Facebook page. Uh, our uh, our YouTube is at Shadow of Red Eye. That's our bread and butter. That's where we uh, we do, we have a weekly show, uh, where we we put a we have a weekly episode that we we uh, release every week, and that's on there. Uh, but we have an Etsy too that helps support the show. Uh, Etsy.com/shop/shadow of red eye. Uh, Instagram behind the scenes kind of stuff that you don't see on the show. Uh, that's uh, Shadow of Red Eye. So yeah, all over really. Uh, and uh, if you want to reach out to me directly, you can just message our Facebook page, and that'll that'll get shuffled to me somehow. There you go. Uh, so which you guys do a lot. So which thing do you mm. want to tackle first? Do you want to talk about your book tour? Oh. Not your book tours. I'm sorry, the library tours. But you also MC some events. I just seen you're signed up to MC one, right? Yeah, yeah, I was asked to uh, MC uh, return to MC the Forest County Bigfoot event this year in uh, in uh, Western Pennsylvania, which I'm so glad I'm working closely with the organizers of, of that to make this event great. It's going to be a three day event now. Not a lot of people know that, so shh. But uh, <laughs> it's going to be. Uh, they're going to bring in some really, uh, really super heavy duty, high class people to come in and do some speaking. So it's going to be, it's going to be um, uh, the Woodstock of Bigfoot events as, as Dave called it last year. So oh, hopefully, hopefully awesome. again this year. And if I'm the MC, I mean, it's going to be, so there you go. why not? Right. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. And do you know when that is? Uh, yeah, that is, uh, let if, me get my handy dandy if calendar if I, out I'll because remember, I can't do anything below. without a calendar. Uh, that is going to be, July, no, I'm sorry, uh, June 6th, June 7th, 8th, and 9th. Well, there you guys uh, go. In, uh, in Forest County, Pennsylvania. It's uh, in uh, in the, the town of Marionville, a really cool, cool little town there. Uh, and... Uh, we always uh, we always camp there, and you can see some of our previous episodes from from the Allegheny National Forest region. Uh, well, we camped there actually last year. We were there we found a footprint, which is pretty cool. That's awesome. That's awesome. And then you guys got a lot of documentaries. You know, you're filming coming up and all that. I seen your list on your website. Uh, do you want to shout out where you're looking for Bigfoot encounters from? Yeah. Uh, right now, we're heavily looking. For- from central maine that's actually where our tours are bringing us uh where i'm planning our tours and and where i'm looking for witnesses at the same time um but let's see we're uh, we're looking for uh bigfoot witnesses in uh the area of actually hawking hills we were just talking about that yeah. not too long ago hawking hills area uh we're looking for central indiana uh and 
and there's there's a couple other parks. I don't have the uh, the specific parks yet uh, lined up, but uh, if you if you follow the page, uh, I'm actually just going to release another one. Uh, we were just looking for for Bigfoot in uh, the Uahari National Forest. So if you or knew anybody that has a sighting in the Uahari National Forest, please have them reach out to me. And I also see you have the uh, land between the lakes listed. That's gonna be cool. I've never been there before, and I am, I am a little nervous. I refuse I'm not gonna, to get I've out of the car. I've heard stories. Uh, we just had friends there doing stuff, and I won't get out of the car. Oh, <laughs> I'm okay. Uh, and oh then boy. also you have the Morrow Mountain State Park in North Carolina listed. Yeah, the Uhari Mountains area. Is yeah, that what the that Morrow is? Mountain, the Baden Baden Lake area. Yeah, yep. Now you said Baden Lake. Baden Lake, I think it's called Baden, Baden. Andrew, uh, one of our listeners named Andrew came on from, he had an encounter in North Carolina and I, I, that sounds like the lake. Andrew, if you're listening to this message us, I'll have to text him after this. If I remember, I don't remember anything once these are over. Um, but no, that's awesome. I mean, that's a pretty wide swath of, you know, of areas you guys are going to. And you said you try to plan them around events and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, what I'll do is I'll pick an area about six months, uh, six months prior to where I want to go. Like I said, I'm I'm just a uh, book in Maine now, so so I reached out to a bunch of Maine libraries, and uh, whoever gets back to me and books me, uh, I pick a centralized location, you know, in a state forest, state park, or something like that, and we set up shop and we uh, do a heavy duty Bigfoot investigation at night and during the day we hike and we speak at libraries. It's like awesome. I mean that's. The best gig ever. Do you want to talk about some of your research and some of the events you've done? And you guys have so much on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, where do you want to begin? That's the question. I mean, uh, let's see. Uh, our our first upcoming events of the year uh, are in New Jersey, in Sayreville, New Jersey. That's uh, that's going to be when, – when do you think this episode is going to be coming out? Next so Wednesday. I don't uh, uh, double speak on, on you. It'll, it'll be next Wednesday. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, February is starts our thing. Oh, we also have uh, a really cool email list. We have like almost 500 people on this thing. And uh, all you had to do is send me your email uh, on any of our socials and I'll get you added to it. And it shows you where that month we're going to be. So if awesome. you're ever in the area, you could you could just, you know, keep up with us. And it shows you the, the past events, if we found any evidence, all that really cool stuff. So so definitely uh, check that out. I don't popular uh, to contrary to popular belief. I do not sell anybody's email address. <laughs> no, not something I do. Facebook I could, already does it. So. Everybody signed up for Facebook. They already sold your email address. <laughs> Here's a funny one for you. We had a listener, I don't know who did this, signed up our professional email for Plenty of Fish. Oh. So now we get a bunch of interesting stuff from that. There's a lot worse sites that he could have signed up for, sir. So, I mean, that's 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 kind of a blessing in disguise right yeah, there. It's, I think it was definitely done in, in humor, but... Because <laughs> we, I think we made a joke about it like two years ago now, and somebody just did it because I just got a whole bunch of email stuff from them. Oh, nice, yeah. <laughs> uh, but do you want to talk about some of the cool research you guys have done and some of the stuff you found? Yeah. Uh, well, let's see. I mean, we. Uh, 
one of the best uh, footprints we found was up at High Point State Park, where where that uh, park ranger had his his mm-hmm. very first encounter up there. Uh, we were in the same area doing investigation. That's a really great area to look for Bigfoot. Uh, it has everything you would need to see a Bigfoot, right? Um, but anyways, we found a footprint it was you know, fifteen and a half inches. Um, not a not a not a person. You know, right. I actually just had it reanalyzed yesterday uh, by a professional tracker who says that he has no idea what this footprint could be. So it's very interesting. We found six of these over about 60 yards, and uh, it was in snow. We couldn't cast them. It was just a very light snow on the ground. And then uh, as we were following these tracks, it, uh, it, they ended when uh, when the snow ended. It stopped uh, stopped snowing, or the, the snow stopped accumulating, and the ground was frozen, so we lost where it was going. So really cool. Um, what what was cool about that is is actually he was or it I don't know if it was a he or a she, but they were paralleling the fire road. They weren't actually walking on the path that a human mm-hmm. would take, like the clearing that like vehicles drive down. They were like like three feet off to the side of it, walking like over sticker bushes and through like mm-hmm. around trees and stuff like that. Like that's that was weird to me, but that's something very interesting and peculiar. I think. I mean that's. Uh... I don't know if you know, I used to be, I was a fisheries technician, or I was basically a fisheries biologist. I did a lot of endangered species stuff and all kinds of that Mm. kind of stuff. Uh, That's, you know, very characteristic of some predatory behaviors. When we used to work with like coyotes and, you know, foxes and stuff, they'll do that. They won't go in the main trail. And we have a lot of trappers in our area, fur trappers, and that's where they'll look for coyote sign is, you know, three or four foot off a trail. Because they're mm. smart, you know, they're, they're like, you know, they're high. I personally think Bigfoot's a lot more intelligent than a coyote or a big cat. But, you know, even sure. if they are just as smart as those things, that's a good way to not get caught. Walking out in the open yeah. is not the best thing to do, especially if you're eight foot tall. Yeah, yeah, you would think. And, and uh, it's it was just, you know, um, I think that goes and, and shows you something about their intelligence. You know what I mean? They got to They got to have some sort of intelligence behind them if they you know, if, if these creatures are out there and I say, if they're out there, because like, it, it's weird. Like people ask me, they're like, you believe a hundred percent in Bigfoot. Right. And I, I gotta say, no, I, I don't because I've never seen one. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm not at a hundred percent. I've never seen one. I'm at, I'm at like 70, like 72 point, like three, we'll say uh percent that I believe in Bigfoot. And that's just because like the evidence that I found, but I've not yet seen one right. so i can't and people people say i'm crazy all the time like you devoted your entire <laughs> life to this and you don't even believe they exist i'm like yeah well i'm having more fun than you so <laughs> no and i <laughs> i had i had an encounter when i was 16 and i tell people all the okay. time that i wouldn't believe in it if i didn't see one i just wouldn't uh yeah. like i did i had a heavily bi- uh, biological background and all of that and i wouldn't i just wouldn't if but i seen one so there's that you know i can't I can't contradict that. It, they're, you know, they're out there. Uh, but yeah, for anybody that's listening and stuff, I don't blame anybody for not at least fully believing or believe, you know, if you, unless you've seen one or had. Uh, we had the one listener have, you know, a big rock chucked right past his head. That's enough mm. to, you know, unless the NBA players out there or something, you know, it's hard to believe something just wink, you know, just a rock flying beside your head as a person, and you know, sizable rock. Well, that's. That's how how I got into bigfooting. Actually, I got rocks thrown at me. We were at a, a, a bigfoot uh, event in Florida, and uh, I'll, I'll I'll save you the story. It's it's uh, it's it's a long story. Nothing happened bigfoot re- related, right? Nothing happened at all. Paid a lot of money. Nothing happened. Last night, 
we were up watching, uh, me and my buddy, we were up watching a meteor shower, and we hear a tree knock on one side of the tree, and then we hear uh, a tree knock at the complete opposite direction about five minutes later, and I thought it was the people that put on the expedition, right? Right. I thought they were hoaxing us, you know, type of thing, uh, but it, it, uh, it, it then a rock gets thrown, a fist-sized rock comes crashing down and lands like five feet from us. And I'm like, nope, uh-uh, I'm not okay with this. Uh, I'm going to go uh, to the car, and and uh, Jimmy's like, he talked me out of going to the car. He's like, Mike, come on, this is like Bigfoot activity. You know, this is this is squatchy. You got tree knocks and rocks thrown. So I was like, whatever. So he went back out by the campfire, and over the course of the next 15 minutes, four more of these fist-sized rocks came and landed down like five to ten feet from us, right? So my buddy, he was like, he's, you know, he's, he's a great guy, but he's, he's, um, I don't know if he's going to listen to this or not, but mm-hmm. he's not the, uh, the, the, the brightest bulb in the box, mm-hmm. you know? So he's like, Mike, I got an idea. I'm going to throw a rock back at it. Mm-hmm. Right. So he takes a rock and he chucks it back in the same direction. And I knew it wasn't a, a person because a, a, uh, a, a, like 15, 20 pound laptop sized boulder comes crashing down through the trees and lands five feet from us. I mean, come on, you know? And, and like you said, unless somebody out there is like really trying to mess with you, I think that's pretty much outside of human range. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those people don't realize those giant rocks, how hard they are to actually throw. I mean, there's all these videos on YouTube of people like pushing, like trying to pick up and push them off bridges. Now imagine, like you're saying, you know, imagine that flying through the trees at you. That's some force. That's you know some that's some force behind that. But you, yeah, something did that with intent. Yeah, for sure. And I always say that if they really wanted to hit you, they'd hit you. You know, them mm-hmm. not hitting yeah. you is them warning you or doing something. You know, because we have the stories where people get yeah. hit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I think uh, I think he if if Bigfoot wanted to hit us with these rocks, uh, he, they definitely could have. But uh, I think it was like you said, more of a warning of like, hey, you're too close to our family group. Like, get out of the area, type of thing. Now, nobody else on this expedition had any sort of activity, right? It was only us. Uh, but we had also been camping a little bit further away from everybody because uh, we thought everybody was going to be weird. <laughs> so, so we just we just decided that we're gonna camp away from everybody, and then and we got the activity. So, so that was interesting too. I will say this about the Bigfoot community, which I dearly love, but there are certain individuals that are the most unique people you will ever meet in your entire <laughs> life. Positive, negative doesn't matter. It's just unique, truly unique people. So I can yes. you know see camping a little further away from somebody. Uh, this is our first. This is like my first time ever camping. Into it, yeah. Like, like ever, like the first <laughs> time in the woods type of thing, and then we get the rocks and these bigfoot people, and it's like it's a little bit much to take in. But after that, we were I was thoroughly immersed in the subject. I'm like, we something's got to be out there, so let's figure it out, right? And then I I jumped in. When I do something, I don't do anything uh, halfway. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I I, I do it 110 percent. So. Uh, when I when I decided that I was going to jump into the Bigfoot topic, I was like, well, you know, I'm going to have to be kind of versed in this. So, uh, you know, we started researching every uh, everything we could possibly research into hotspots, investigators, uh, uh, witnesses, all that stuff. 
And uh, and then a couple weeks later, we were like, you know what? We are now professionals. We're going to go out and do it ourselves, right? So we went out, did it ourselves. We we camped out for one night in the Green Swamp. It's in a, it's in Central Florida, and uh, I was doing Bigfoot calls like like it was my job. It kind of is my job now, but mm-hmm. I was doing them like like a lot, like every sec, every minute I was doing a Bigfoot call. So like anything with a brain would know that there's two idiots running through the woods making these vocalizations right and anything with with uh with a with a brain would be like i'm gonna get out of the area screw this right i mean think about that mm-hmm. uh anyways we're walking through we're walking through the woods uh jimmy he's not scared at all he's got his six foot machete and his you know his 10 million lumen spotlight and he's he's got it shining around and uh we come across two pairs of eyes uh just looking back at us they were reflecting back at jimmy's light and um one pair was like a fire engine red. The other was an aqua blue color and they were just shining back at us. And it's like, um, we thought, we thought, you know, it was people. We didn't realize that people don't have eye shine. We were mm-hmm. still new to this whole Bigfoot thing. So we were like, Hey, we're just looking for Bigfoot. Sorry. You know, we're, we'll leave. We're going to go back to camp and just silence. Right. <laughs> and then the, the one set, the red set turned and looked at the blue set, turned and looked back and then blinked. That was another nope sort of moment when uh, I got out of there, right? Um, anyways, we went back the next day, and we did, like, a size comparison, raising our hands type of thing. And, and the thing was, like, seven to, uh, to, to seven and a half feet tall at the, eye, at the eye level. So I don't know what that could have been besides, like, two Bigfoot looking back at us. Now, so one had blue and one had red? Yeah, isn't that strange, right? I don't think I've ever heard that before, the, the mm-hmm. two different colors. I've heard both colors, sure, but you know, not at the same time. Together, that's yeah. that's yeah. interesting. And, and and we we know that species or or animals within the same species have the same color right. eye shine. Yeah, luciperkinum. So, it's the reflective membrane in the back of the eye. Uh, generally, yeah, exactly. right. Species that have red, it's not even a luciperkinum. It's the blood vessels in the back of the eye shining back out. Mm-hmm. Because uh, loose perkin generally isn't red unless you're a reptile. It's just a, it's, but it's it's really interesting to have both blue and red at the same time. That's 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 a really, hmm, I love it. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat. Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket. Outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. But then, then that was it, and then, and then, and then the rest is history. And then, like four years later, I made the show in the shadow of Big Red Eye. I moved to New Jersey, and 
we started this whole now you know now now that was what 13 14 years ago it was back in 2011 so like now i'm like wow doing this like i'm old and i'm doing <laughs> this and it's like what am i doing but i love it i'm just i'm still hooked on the blue and the red at the same time it's just very interesting to me uh but yeah have you had any more so we we have a lot of people on the show and all that it you said they were eye shine, right? So they're reflecting the light that he was using back at you. Have you ever had any Correct, of the glow yeah. events? No, you know I haven't. Um, and I, 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 I have seen that. I, I think a Bigfoot's eyes are super, super reflective. I think, mm-hmm. I think, like you were talking about before. I think, like any, like even like not even the moonlight, but like starlight. Right is bright enough to like reflect these eyes back. So, so I think with that being said, I don't think you need a whole lot of ambient light to reflect back, Push it back yeah. but, uh, I do think, uh, that, uh, I, I know researchers that, um, are, are good friends of mine that, that swear that they have seen Bigfoot produce light and spotlights at it, like flashlights mm-hmm. out of his eyes and, and like cast shadows with things on the ground and stuff like that. I, I can't, I trust him as a, as a, I, I can't, I don't know. I just have never, you know, I, I don't know. Right. I've never experienced it. It's something that I want to so bad so <laughs> I can understand more about it. You know what I mean? But um, I've only seen, and in in in, uh, in my experience, those those eyes reflecting back at you. Ever heard of Tom Shay? Tom Shay sounds familiar. Uh, a big researcher in Kentucky. Uh, he's got like the Goliath cast, and uh, anyways, he's, he's we talk oh, with him yeah, on the yeah, festivals. Okay. Uh, he's you know he's been doing this for thirty or forty years now, I believe, and he's only ever had the glow once. You know, seen the shine, mm. sure, you know, dozens of times. Never had, only ever had the glow once and hearing him talk about it. Uh, so that does exist in nature. Deep sea hatchet fish actually have glowing organs around their eyes and they use it as mm. headlights and they glow red. Yeah. Because a lot of the That's deep wild. sea organisms can't see red. Uh, so red is a good light to use and not get caught. Yeah. Uh, That's why you see all right. these deep sea animals, their stomach lining is red and stuff like because it absorbs the red light. Uh, so I always thought that may have been something with it is literally by, you know, bioluminescent organs around the eye can turn on like headlights for a second, see what you're doing. Mm. And it's building headlamp, but I don't know. It's, yeah. I don't think I would be very excited if I seen glowing red eyes in the woods. I no, I don't, I don't think I'd be that excited either. I think, uh, there would be, uh, a lot of, a lot of screaming going on there <laughs> if that were to happen. Yeah. Have you ever had anything scary happen? Oh God, yeah. <laughs> um, Why? Well, I, I mean, which one? Um, well, you okay? So this, I, I, I do enjoy telling the story. This is the most scared that I've ever been before in the woods. Now I spend a lot of time in the woods. Uh, this in well, it just turned New Year, so uh, uh, last last year, twenty twenty three, uh, I spent one hundred and twenty seven nights camping in the woods. Wow. So um, tent camping, right? So I'm exposed to a lot of stuff. I do a lot of outdoor stuff. I'm not I'm not wanting my own horn or anything like that, but I I, I get what's out there. I'm comfortable, right? So um, this is before I was comfortable. <laughs> so we'll, we'll start there. Uh, very first, one of my, one of my, uh, uh, first expeditions in New Jersey, uh, I was with a, with a good researcher. He has since passed Kevin. He's a good friend of mine, was a good friend of mine. 
and uh, he, uh, we were set up uh, prior to an expedition, and uh, it was a night prior to the expedition before everybody else got there, so we wanted to kind of scope out the area, right? It was February, so it was like super cold. I have two mummy sleeping bags, right? Uh, just get down inside them, all wrapped up, bundled up, get all tucked in, all zipped up. I am in a one-person tent, so I can't sit up inside of it. Like it's a it's a mummy-style tent too. So it's like you're not doing anything in here besides sleeping, right? So, anyways, I'm laying down there and. Uh, all of a sudden, I don't have my ring fly on. All of a sudden, I look up because the uh, and then you see the uh, the shadows of the moon coming in because it's so bright. It's like like all, amazingly beautiful. And then it happens, right? The shadow comes over and it's over top of my head, and then it starts coming down, right? What is it? Spider. Oh. Most scared <laughs> I've ever been in the woods ever before, hands down. Oh gosh, no. Yeah, yeah. We had so I, like I said I used to be a fish biologist. You ever seen a six-spotted fishing spider? I don't think I want to see any sort of anything that says six or spotted or spider in the same sentence. They're easy no. to ID because they're humongous and they got six white dots on their butt, uh, and they can bite the ever-living heck out of you. And they're not—they're not, they're not mm. dangerous, you know. Their venom's nothing to us, but it hurts. They're huge. Yeah. So it's like getting chunked, no. and they're fast. They, they're one of those oh big, boy. fat spiders, so you don't think they're very quick. <laughs> and they can't. They can, they're, they they're, got some legs on them, huh? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not scared of many animals. We have all kinds of stuff in this house. But a spider in the tent at night, <laughs> it's more scary when it disappears. Because now no, you know uh, it's in here. What do you say? Because so, then you know it's in there. Yeah, well, and that's the yeah. No, but I I will say uh, the things that scare me the most in the woods are uh, uh, ticks, mosquitoes, and people. Yep. Those are the three things. Uh, uh, I don't like mosquitoes because they are really freaking annoying. Uh, and Maine is a prime example of places you don't want to go in the summer because of mosquitoes, but I returned there this year. Uh, ticks, I got a tick in a very unfortunate mm -hmm. location, and uh, it turned out I got Rocky Mounted Spotted Fever. Oh, did you? Yay, me. Yeah, right? From Michigan. Go figure. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, that was when I was in the doctor's office and then, you know, you know, it's bad when all the other doctors have come to come in, in and yeah. look at you and it's like, oh no, <laughs> that can't be good. <clears throat> no, that's not good. But, uh, yeah. Uh, so that, and people, it's just, uh, in inherently, uh, you don't want to see anybody that's not looking for Bigfoot, uh, uh when you're out there? in your group while you're out there. Yeah. It's just, um, uh, with Bigfooting, you generally want to be away as far away from as many people as possible. <laughs> we were out, and I you, I get on tangents all the time. We were out in the middle of Wayne National Forest. I don't know if you've ever been. Uh, no, I've never been. Uh, it's on my list. We're going this year, though. Yeah, it's very close. To, I mean, it's Hawking. Hawking State Forest yeah. is in the middle of Wayne National Forest. So it's all kind of Wayne anyways. Uh, but Wayne is gets really weird. We were out couple miles from the road nobody's out there and it's super late at night probably 10 of us were in college and a guy walks right through the middle of our campsite right almost to the middle of the fire 
and leaves, keeps walking a straight line. Never answered us, never looked at us. We weren't there to him. So we all packed up and left. That was scarier than anything else that we could have seen in that woods. He pretty much walked through the fire. Probably strung out or, you know, somebody having. But Wayne National has a lot of disappearances a year. That's crazy. Something like like averages like 30 or 40 a year. Unsolved disappearances. But it's full of mines. Yeah. Unmarked mine uh, shafts. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's scary. Well, that's that's uh, something to look forward to. <laughs> yeah, well, watch your step. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. And that spider that's out there too. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have mo- you have yeah. they're all over. The six spotted fish oh, spiders are all over the that's U.S. Great. Yeah, no big deal. You gotta be in the water for them though. They eat fish. They eat fish. Yeah, they oh. they yeah they hunt fish. They're, mm. they're very good at it. Now, yeah. Well, sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just. I would never. I am petrified. This, this, this. You know, for your listeners, you're welcome for this. Uh, mm-hmm. You are gaining some access into my life that not a lot of people know. But I am petrified of water. Like I cannot swim. Oh. Like, like if I can't like see nor feel, it's gonna be a bad day. So. You'd say it's around water, which I kind of chuckle at because I am not going to be around water when I'm camping. So it's quite all right. <laughs> See, I'm always – I wear Crocs because I'll end up in the water no matter where we go. Oh, geez. All I've right. Accidentally, yeah, not me. I've accidentally kicked an alligator a couple of times in the water. I was chest deep, and you know. I was bumping my foot against an alligator. Didn't know it was an alligator. That was a log. Uh, yeah. But I was I, – I did fish work, so I was working with electricity in the water constantly. So right, I, right. I'm a water guy. But – uh. Have you guys ever experienced anything with the woo side of Sasquatch? We talked about, you know, I shine is, you know, more natural. I glow is the weirder one. But have you ever been around in these areas and seen anything like orbs or anything like that? I mean, I'll tell you. So so I've seen um, I've seen orbs can't attribute any of them to Bigfoot. Right. I don't know what they are. Uh, I didn't have any Bigfoot activity happen uh, that night or following it, preceding it, anything like that. Uh, I just saw some weird glowing balls in the in the woods. I don't know. I can't say what it was. Um, uh, and then the only other thing that I have uh, uh, experienced, and I don't say this a lot either, uh, but it was uh, uh, I, I received it was me and five other people. And we're again in High Point State Park, and I know I keep going back to High Point. This is a really great area. Uh, we were up there, and we had all had voice recorders going on, and we were all sitting along this gas line, and we saw uh, a light just zigzagging across the sky. White, or I mean, sorry, a red light, just doing M's or W's just across the sky. All of us saw it. We all commented on it. I videotaped it, whatever, you know, didn't come out clear. Cause of course on the video, but, um, so that was strange. And then 15 minutes later, we get this stellar Bigfoot vocalization. Now I, it's to me, for me personally, that's not close enough to right. correlate the two together. You know, I can't say that, 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 UFO caused anything to that Bigfoot to, to make a vocalization. I can't say that. I think I just was in the right place at the right time to see two really awesome or have two really awesome experiences happen. 
but I don't think they were related. And I know some people are probably yelling at their screen right now saying, how are they not saying that they're related, you know, but it's just not enough for me. I don't know. And I, you know, and I challenge any, anywhere I go, uh, and I, I would challenge anybody to like, prove me wrong type of thing. Mm -hmm. Like, like I, I would want to see, like, show me, show me your evidence of the woo side of things. And try to try to change my opinion because I would love to get my opinion changed. That would be the coolest thing for me. But I just nobody's ever produced any evidence that would be uh, evidence uh, to me, uh, and that would change my mind. So that's why that's why. And and just the evidence that I found the footprints and stuff like that, the vocalizations, everything would point me towards more biological creature. Uh, this bigfoot is. So yeah, it's it's very, and I think about how I depending on the story, I'm about halfway between both. Because a lot of the orbs that are seen around Bigfoot, a lot of times are just in the same area. That like, yeah. It's like going out to the Brown Mountain and seeing lights, and then two nights later having a Bigfoot experience. Well, it's sure, it's in the middle yeah. of National Park. It's huge, you know, swaths of land, and the orbs are always there. I don't think they're connected. Uh, but there are people that have, you know, more where they see the orb come out of the Bigfoot's hand, or, you know, it's... And then mm -hmm. same with the UFOs in Bigfoot. There's stories where they're they're very directly connected. Other ones, we just did an episode a couple months back, to where a UFO had entered a woods and a Bigfoot had come out the same woods like miles away, same night. Different people had seen it, so they both turned oh, really? it into the cops. And the one, co you know, the cops put it together that a UFO had entered this like state park and then a Bigfoot had come out the other side. But if I was Bigfoot, I'd probably leave too if a UFO started coming into the woods. Yeah, I mean, you pretty you want to stay elusive, right? I mean, mm -hmm. I wouldn't want to. I don't know. If if they're related, I think it would be phenomenal. Yeah, I think it'd be so cool if 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 like if Bigfoot was or an alien was actually a Bigfoot or vice versa. Mm -hmm. I think that would be the coolest thing in the world. But uh, I, I I don't know. Um, I've I've yet to yet to see that. And then. Uh... So for Bigfoot being more physical, have you guys ever found anything besides tracks? You know, you've, you found tracks, but some people claim they find nests. Some people, you know, anything physical like that. Yeah, uh, we've gotten the tracks. Like we said, uh, I found a couple different tracks. Um, uh, I've not found any hair. A lot of people, a lot of Bigfoot researchers say, uh, claim that they, they, uh, they get hair, which is like really cool. But I think it's like really hard to come by. Mm hmm um uh let's see physical stuff um what was really cool actually so we were in uh in uh marlon dickinson reservation in new jersey up here uh where there's been like three class a sightings it's a very very cool area and i was back there with a, a group of i think six researchers and we were all facing the swamp because that's where we thought all the deer and prey animals were going to be was inside at night eating in the, the swamp area and we were all sitting on a log, and then uh, uh, from behind us, there was like a hill, and from behind us, a, a, a rock comes crashing down and rolls in between like me and my partner's legs, right? And we instantly therm, because we got a thermal, nothing on the therm, it kind of laid down. We had, we went up there the next day, and there was a depression where you could lay down, so, mm -hmm. so but um, we thermed the rock real quick. And the rock was ambiently hotter. I don't know if that's a word, ambiently. Uh, 
but it was hot. It sounds good. Yeah. So it was hotter than uh, than the rest of the rocks around it. So so I think the Bigfoot actually held the rock uh, next to its body to transfer that body heat from some for some amount of time before he threw that. That's the only thing of why that rock would have been hotter than than the other rocks around, right? Yeah, that's that's really interesting. Uh, and some people have claimed they've found like kill sites and nests and stuff. I haven't personally yeah. seen a lot of really extremely credible stuff to that, you know, but who am I really in all this? It's all, there's no such thing as a Bigfoot expert is what we always say. Cause there's no body. There's no, nobody's caught one. So we can't, yeah. you know, nobody's ahead of anybody else. That's really interesting stuff. Um, we wait, we, I, it's my fault. We lost some time due to the audio problems no, at the beginning. Uh, but do you have one more thing you want to get in for this episode? Any story you oh, want to share? So oh, no, I, I do got a Let's question. Just... Oh, okay. What is Bigfoot? I just gave you that big spiel about no such thing as a Bigfoot expert. Now I'm asking you, what is Bigfoot? Oh, okay, yeah. Well, uh, I think Bigfoot's like um, an human kind of kind of evolution-wise. We took one path, it took another. Uh, that's just the, the very yeah. – basic kind of thing uh, you, we could do episodes of, of getting into that if you wanted to but um <laughs> basically that's that's kind of to the t of what i think a bigfoot is um but yeah i don't know i want to uh, uh thank you very much for for having me on this this uh, little shortened episode uh, not Sorry. a problem at all it was fun no 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 everybody uh, at home have to do it i have to go to euchre i have to go to euchre and it's we had audio trouble for about a half hour before we got rolling so it's my fault, everybody. No, um, uh, no, I appreciate it. And uh, if you guys who are who are ever's listening, give me a favor. Just go ahead and subscribe to that YouTube channel. I it really, Please. you know. And people always ask me like, well, why why subscribe? Why subscribe, guys? I am like this close to making money. That's what it comes down to. So you know, I'd appreciate it if you give me a give me a little subscribe over there. And I post some really cool stuff. Yes. Awesome. Well, we have a tradition here, Mike. Before we go, before the outro music plays, we're going to count down from three and scream by as loud as we can. And then the outro music will play. So okay. You ready? Oh, boy. All right. Three, two, one. Three, two, one. Bye! Bye! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Crips of the Corn podcast. Please share with a friend you think would like us. It's the best way to help our show grow. Leave a comment, rate us, a five-star review. And remember, there is always extra content on Patreon slash com. And don't forget, stay magical. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. 
You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life altering. And if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.